This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, coming up, we have stories about Christmas traditions, degrading fiancé, mother-in-law and baby showers, a cake story, inappropriate parenting, and suspecting affairs. 2023 seems to have left a uh, a plentiful amount of drama for us to discuss. And I don't know about you guys, but 2024 so far feels like it's going to be even more dramatic somehow. So LFG, I guess. I mean, it's good content, but wow. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled AITA for not participating in my fiance's weird Christmas underwear tradition. Makes me think that the family's involved. It's like a family underwear tradition could be cool. Let's see. This year, I celebrated Christmas with my fiance's family for the first time before we went to my fiance's parents house. My fiance warned me that his parents usually come short in the amount of food they cook for Christmas dinner and that there's often not enough for everyone. What I didn't expect, though, was to be expected to participate in the family's weird tradition. Apparently, they have a long-standing tradition where instead of drawing straws, they'll all throw their underwear in a bin and then go take turns wearing a blindfold and drawing a pair of underwear from the pile and drawing the smallest pair of underwear correlates to drawing the smallest straw. (laughs) It's kind of the thing that you need to prepare for ahead of time, right? I had never heard of this tradition, so I felt blindsided when right before Christmas dinner, my fiance's mom yelled out that it was time to pull the straws to decide the order of who got to plate up their food first in case there wasn't enough for everyone. Hold up. Okay, so uh, I was thinking for a second, this was like a draw straws for like choosing names or, you know, for I, I I don't know, like I did not expect it to be related to drawing straws, a.k.a. underwear to be able to decide who gets to go get food first. Um, interesting. Would definitely want to know ahead of time, right? Everybody would want to know ahead of time. You want to make sure hey, I'd stuff an extra clean pair in my pocket. That's the logical thing to do, right? You don't want to go in the bathroom and have to like shimmy your stuff off and then be free balling. Everybody free balling. They sound like a very close family. At first, I thought the family was joking when they announced this, so I laughed, which made my fiancé get real defensive. 
I volunteered to get my food last so I wouldn't have to participate, but my fiance just got more annoyed and asked me to just try to be a bit more agreeable. The whole thing was just kind of weirding me out, so I called an Uber and went home. Now things are real tense between me and my fiance since he now says I made a bad impression by acting like I was too good for their family tradition. <laughs> I am too good for your family tradition. Not good. Let's not use the word too good. I'm too normal. For your family tradition. I'm, I'm too normal for your weird ass free balling family tradition. Like, do, do they play Tom Petty this whole time that everybody's like disrobing and throwing their dirty drawers into into a laundry basket for people to choose from? Also, you have to you have to acknowledge that if everybody's throwing their dirty skibbies into a basket, you know, there's probably some mixing going on there. And then your dirties are rubbing up against someone else's dirties. And then what you put them back on or do you free ball the whole night? I mean, at that point, you kind of have to free ball the whole night because you're not going to put your dirty skibbies that rubbed against somebody else's dirty skibbies back on your body. It's going to be a whole free ball all night kind of thing. And depending what you wore, that could be super uncomfortable. I'd be like, I'm really regretting wearing jeans. Went to Christmas dinner and all I got was chafing. Top comment here. WTF NTA. This doesn't seem like it could possibly be real, but I also don't know how you'd come up with this. So I'm inclined to believe you. NTA. I would have noped right out of there, too. And if I were you, I would tell your fiance that I am too good for their family tradition because it's honestly weird and trashy. Uh, OK, so I, I agree here on NTA. Definitely agree on NTA. Um, I think the real communication error here was with your fiance, which, by the way, this kind of feels like the kind of stuff you should learn about a person and their family before saying yes to spending the rest of your life with them. I understand you can't learn everything, uh, but but your fiance here, OP, should have should have alerted you a long time ago about any kind of weird isms that his family has. Definitely should have alerted you long before this event that this was going to be a thing to give you time to prepare. I think it was awfully disrespectful of him to you. To not warn you ahead of time so that you could prepare. Or maybe that's part of the fun. I can't I can't think of any reason that you wouldn't warn her though, right? It's just more fun if they maybe it's a hazing ritual. Maybe that's it. Maybe this isn't actually a real like family family thing. Maybe this is a hazing ritual for newbies. And maybe they do it just to see how committed they are to being a part of the family. Maybe that's the kind of thing. But he's sticking to his guns here. Fiance, he's he's upset now and said she made a bad impression. I'm sorry, I didn't let my dirty skibbies roll around with everyone else's and let someone touch them. Sorry. Also, after they after they participate in this game, I hope that everybody like scrubs and sanitizes like crazy because the game is we play with other people's dirty underwear and then we eat food with our hands. The game is for Christmas, we all get pink eye. This could be, uh, it could be catastrophic for someone. Too many complications for this kind of thing that require planning ahead well in advance. I'd go to the store and buy a basic pair of skibbies to take just to this thing, put them in my pocket and pull them out when it's time. And it's a brain. Then yes. And then I don't want them back. And I don't want to touch anybody else's either. Latex gloves and a new pair of skibbies. 
you would have had to know ahead enough time to be able to bring those supplies with you. And even then, you're going to be like, what is wrong with your family? And what other things are going on that I need to know about that is at this level of weird? Now, now the fiance was raised in this environment, so it's normal to him, which is a red flag. But you have the right to know at this point and be like, OK, I need to know. Put it all on on the table. Let's let's put all the dirty underwear out on the table. Let's uh, let's go through all your dirty laundry here and talk about all the stuff so I can really decide if I'm if I'm that committed to this thing or not. NTA, that's the bottom line. But holy cow. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is actually from the, uh, well, actually, it's relationship advice, but it's on Best of Redditor updates. So we know it's going to be juice filled. My fiance told me I wouldn't be able to pull anyone else and I'm offended. Originally posted November 2nd, 2023. And you know what that means? We have an update. Me and my fiance have been together for almost five years, engaged for six months. We've never had issues where one of us was mad for a long time until this. And he, my mom and friends think that I'm overreacting. I had a dream some nights ago that I ended up dating a famous actor by accident. We both had dreams where crazy things happened and told each other about it. I told him in the morning and we laughed about it. However, he made a comment about how my dreams are always extremely delusional. Bro, bro. Why for? Why would you do this? Why, why would you? Why would you? Why? I asked him to elaborate, thinking it would be something funny, and instead was met with a comment about how I wouldn't be capable of pulling someone half as attractive as said actor, let alone him. I was taken aback, and he doubled down and told me to be realistic, that most men wouldn't even look my way because I look like I'm already taken. <gasps> That's a terrible thing to say. And stopped looking interesting some time ago. And now even more with the engagement. I told him that I don't want any men to look my way. But the implication of his words hurt me. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give him this Brozo Award immediately. There's more story here. But yes, he gets the Brozo Award immediately. Like what? How does that sock taste, bro? And also, you didn't just put your foot in your mouth. Like you just you kept chewing on it like it was gum. You're sitting here with a sock in your mouth. Like, row, 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 row. Inserted it, kept chewing, kept going. What, 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 what? You just told your fiance that she wasn't attractive, period. Failing to see the strategy here. He told me it was irrelevant because we're together and I wouldn't leave him. And to stop being offended over something, I asked and left. For the record, my weight, hair, and general appearance have stayed the same and I'm low-key high maintenance. So this isn't me letting go or something. I called my mom for reassurance, and she agreed that I was overreacting. I called my friends for the same purpose and was met with the same response. I feel very hurt because I love my fiancé and find him very attractive, and I know other people do, too. I am grateful that he chose to be with me, and that makes me value him even more. I thought he thought the same about me, but apparently he thinks I wouldn't ever leave him because I can't pull anybody. That That's young person slang for be able to be able to date someone else pulling pulling someone someone riz that kind of stuff that somehow is making me feel like he doesn't value me as i do 
And worst of all, that I may be wrong for how I feel but can't control it. Am I overreacting? If so, how can I manage this so it doesn't affect us long term? It's been almost a week and he is still being short with me because you look like you're miserable about a petty thing. I just want things to go back to normal. Edit to add, the actor was Adam Driver. You know, Kylo Ren. I've had a few DMs asking about this in case it's relevant. Edit to add two, my closest friend group is a four girls group where I'm the only one with a relationship that has or that has been in one. Another detail someone messaged me to include. I do have other friends, but I haven't told them anything given the response I got from my closest circle. Finally, I have a long history of being super sensitive. I've cried over minor things my whole life, which is why it is not surprising for my closest ones to immediately call me out on it. I'm on therapy addressing that, my pushover nature, and my self-esteem issues. Well, this surely helped your self-esteem issues, didn't it? Good job, fiancé. Thank you to everyone that has commented and given me support and reassurance. I will be forcing him to talk to me today to see if this is any way salvageable or if I just lost half a decade of my life. LOL. Uh, okay. So we, we've got some comments to dive into. We've got an update to dive into. But what in the unattractive hell was this guy thinking doing this? Maybe the more important question is, why was he thinking this? And if that's how he truly thinks, thinks or if that's what he truly believes then why is he still with her because if you don't feel attracted to the person that you're with there's a problem it's a it's a big problem maybe not maybe that's i i feel like you should be attracted to your partner and and it's not just about physical appearance all the time i think you should be attracted to every part of them right even the parts that drive you crazy but to be able to say you look like you're you look like you're taken you stopped looking interesting a long time ago. That means that he feels that way. And if he no longer finds her attractive, that's that's a him problem. Because according to OP, she hasn't changed anything. And how dismissive and hurtful for someone to be like, well, yeah, you just, you know, you're not attractive anymore. Oh, Kira, Twitch side says he's cheating. They're engaged. Why would you get engaged to someone that you no longer felt attracted to? Why would you still be engaged Assuming you felt this way before they got engaged, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Why would you be like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and spend my life with this person because it's safe. And, and OP's comment here. And yes, I will get into the comments. I'm sorry. I'm just stuck for a minute. OP's comments about, um, wondering if I just lost half a decade of my life. I don't, I want to address this for, for a second because I heard someone else say this recently. Um, someone else said, well, yeah, but we've got, you know, seven years together. And I'm like, Ooh, I, I don't feel like the time that you've already invested in someone should be should carry that much weight into if you if you continue moving forward with them. Like it is it is at that point it is it is like you're this person at least was continuing to move forward only because they had invested that much time together. And if that's the case here, if you get down to the point where it's just that, or if it's just the fear of being alone, that's not enough. It's not enough to make a relationship successful. And you have to identify that. If that's the only reason that you're staying, it's not enough. But, but OP loves her partner, finds him attractive. Okay. Relevant comments to the original post here. Uh, um, what? You stopped looking interesting some time ago. Sounds like he's trying to dent your self-esteem, to be honest. So you do think that you can't do better and never leave him. Ah, okay. He's grooming her to to accept him cheating. Okay. 
you will never be able to be with anybody else. You're lucky to be with me. I'm going to cheat. You're not going to leave because you can't. You'll never find anybody else. Got it. Okay. Pretty negging thing of him to say. Kind of demeaning to you as a woman. Interesting that your mom says you're overreacting. Were you raised by someone who also tried to take you down a notch? Original OP's response, my never, my parents never took me down in terms of my appearance, but they do think I take everything personally and don't let go of petty stuff. And that's the problem with her inner circle friend group and her mom is that they are in a place where they assume that she's taking everything too personally because she takes most things too personally. But now this thing comes along and their gut reaction is, yeah, you're probably taking it too personally, probably without really diving into the issue here and examining it and being like, well, it's a really messed up thing to say. They're just like, yes, you take everything too personally. So you're probably taking this too personally, too. Also, we don't want to hear about it anymore. So move along. Hmm. Sunk time fallacy. Andrea, love that. Okay. update December 24th, 2023 Christmas Eve. Hi, everyone. I've been getting messages regarding my previous post and also people asking how I'm doing. I'm doing good, and I would like to thank everyone who took the time to comment, reassure me, and even share resources for me. The too long don't read is that I'm going into the holidays as a single woman. Good for you. Best Christmas gift you could have ever given yourself. Did try to talk it out and solve it like adults, but my ex was uncooperative and childish to say the least. For those of you who want the details, here goes. Yes, we want the details. Thank you very much. First, you gave me the courage to reach out to my other friends outside my closest circle, and they were shocked by what happened and told me not to brush it off. They echoed many of your comments and even called it negging, too. First time I've ever heard that word, but but I mean, in E-G-G-I-N-G, so just bombarding someone with negative comments and energy. I assume that's what it is. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Chat. Also, my therapist backed up my feelings and said I needed a straight up chat with my partner and to set some clear boundaries and decide what's best for me and what I wish to enforce as my non-negotiables. Heck yeah. Second, I did follow someone's advice and started going out more with my supportive friends. My birthday actually fell in between these dates and I decided to celebrate it by bar hopping in my city and it went great. My ex was invited. We were still together at that point and was sulking the whole time because I did get external attention, which I shut down. Oh, that must have been so hard for him. I hope one of them looked like Adam Driver. I hope you went out and found an Adam Driver lookalike and had your friends hire him to show up for the night and him to be like, hello. I I freaking hope that's what happened. Finally, what happened with my now ex? After talking with my therapist, I did explain my feelings to him again and reiterated that those comments will not be tolerated if we were to continue in the relationship. I also said we needed counseling as a couple because this could stem from insecurities from both sides. He did not apologize, but rather justified his actions under three arguments. And yes, these came from a 28-year-old man. I do look less interesting, and it's unfair to use my birthday as an example of me attracting anyone because I was catfishing as a younger woman, as the girls I invited are mostly 22 to 24. This guy, this guy, I mean, he didn't have any any respect points left by this point, and now he's just digging a hole. He's he's well into the negative with respect points here. He's just gone. <laughs> I mean, you were hanging out with younger girls, so you were practically catfishing. 
Adam Driver, the actor I dreamt about, is taller than him. We're both five foot seven, and he is insecure about it. So dreaming with people taller than him is disrespectful and emasculating. I mean, at least he admitted that. that that's all I can say. Even if, his words, I'm objectively attractive, ever since I started therapy, I became cocky and more demanding. So he took the chance to bring me back to Earth. Okay. So, you okay. Wow. All of this was a shock to me. I felt as if the man I was with for the last five years was not there anymore. This was a complete 180 from what he was before, and I do believe it is a mix of slipping off the mask after the engagement and the fact that he changed jobs to a male-dominated corporation, and those new friends did give me a weird vibe regarding their stance on women and equality. (sighs) It sucks that people can be influenced and swayed just so easily by the people who are around them, but I guess it's, it's... The nurture part of things, right? Regardless of what prompted this change, I ended it. I returned the ring, packed a bag with my essentials that I had at his place, and left while he threw a tantrum. He was super uncooperative in returning some of my remaining stuff. He sent things in trash bags full of glitter and won't let me enter his apartment anymore. He also sent me all of the Star Wars movies with Adam Driver in them broken and destroyed, lol. Oh, wow. He threw an actual toddler tantrum. Cool. This made all of the pain I felt almost immediately disappear, which feels weird because I did love him and it was a long relationship, yet I grieved for like a week only. I did count my losses and just accepted some things I won't get back, blocked him and haven't heard or seen him since. Thank God it's a big city. My immediate circle of friends was cut off as they valued more going to a wedding than my well-being. I'm low contact with my mom, and am being supported by my dad and siblings. I've continued therapy, did a Friendsgiving celebration, and I'm bracing myself for the holidays with my family. I'm mostly okay, relearning to be on my own, to validate my feelings, and currently debating whether to send a thank you card to Adam Driver. Thanks, everyone, for reading. Happy holidays. Wow. Uh, Good. Good for you, OP. Good for you. So, I mean, there, there isn't any mention of him already cheating in here. And, and those of you who think that there's a strong possibility of that, there's still a strong possibility of that. But it sounds like he was in the grooming phase of trying to make sure that he had control over her and that she didn't think that she could do better, which is which is one of the one of the most critical steps here. Right. Like you you have to have control over someone and it's hard to have control over someone if they think that they can do better than you. So he was really focused in on that and was not willing to let it go. Just wasn't. And probably his new workplace, like she said, and and the, the vibe that they put off did have a lot to do with it. And unfortunately, people do change or fortunately sometimes. But in this case, she thinks it's a combination of him showing slipping off the mask, showing his real self. But also there was a change involved there, too, where he was influenced by by the people around him. And probably thought he had to fit in with the cool guys. So he needed to adapt this new way of thinking as well. And that's just terrible. And he is going to suffer the rest of his life for it. Thankfully, OP here is she grieved for a week, but she grieved for the man that he used to be. She didn't grieve for losing the man he is right now at all. And that shortened the time of her grieving for this relationship completely. People do change. And she was sad about not having the man that he used to be, but he was gone no matter what. And she recognized that and was like, well, if he's not coming back, neither am I. That's great. 
Yes, and what a great move to also align with this. Thank goodness she was in therapy during all of this because that helped add structure to all of her movements here. And I think it is super, super important. But she, she thank goodness, had that and had the structure to to have this series of events that was, yes, I'm going to make this move. I am also I am also going low contact with my mother who has damaged my self-esteem and just assumes that I am I am overreacting about everything and my closest friends who are the exact same as my mother. I am um, I'm not going out with them anymore. I am surrounding myself with people who who fill my life with positive energy. And that's what she did. All of these things happened at once. She made a life change just like that. And it was hugely beneficial for her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you, and this one is titled, Am I the Astronaut for Telling My Mother-in-Law She Won't Be Seeing My Baby After Throwing a Baby Shower for Herself? Hold on. Did I read that right? Am I the astronaut for telling my mother-in-law she won't be seeing my baby after throwing a baby shower for herself? Do mother-in-laws get to throw baby showers for themselves? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert in baby showers, but this seems off. My husband and I are expecting our first child. We moved to be closer to his family. I'm no contact with mine. My mother-in-law has been referring to the baby as her, the bay, this entire time. She will say things like, I can't wait for my bebe to be born. My bebe is going to be so loved. This rubs me the wrong way for reasons I cannot explain, but my husband tells me to ignore her. My mother-in-law wanted to throw me a baby shower and invite her friends. She said they made an agreement a long time ago that they would celebrate each other's kids' weddings and births. My husband and I eloped and declined a reception for her friends since we don't know them. My mother-in-law told me that I owed it to her to let her throw the baby showers since I hurt her friend's feelings by not having a wedding reception. I asked if I could invite my friends, and she said no, that this was for her friends, and that if my friends wanted to throw me a shower, they could. I reluctantly agreed. My husband and I spent hours on our registry, and my mother-in-law asked for it so she could share it with her friends. She said that she forwarded the registry on. She asked me what design I wanted on my cake and cookies. I told her flowers because I am decorating the nursery in a garden theme. At the shower, they provided me with a mother-to-be sash and my mother-in-law a granny-to-be sash to wear. Where are you at, Red Flags? I noticed that the theme of the shower was circus animals. The cake had an elephant and balloons on it, and the cookies were animals. Not the garden flower thing that you said you wanted when she asked what you wanted? At first, I thought maybe the floral thing was just too difficult, so I rolled with it until it was time to open presents. Every present was some sort of circus animal. Onesies, blankets, toys, nothing on my registry. I was a little confused and even went so far to check my registry to make sure I hadn't goofed up and changed everything. I thanked everyone for their gifts and tried to sound as gracious as possible, but I was so confused. My husband, who is a little less tactful than I am, showed up at the end of the shower and noticed the theme right away. He goes, 
What's up with all the circus animals? He looks at the presents and says, this isn't what we asked for. And then he looked at his mom and goes, mom, what did you do? She smiled and said, I didn't like the theme you chose for my babe. I'm going to decorate my babe's nursery at my house with circus animals. So I created a registry for myself. My husband said, you did what? She says, my babe is going to need a room at my house. So I threw a shower for myself. I lost my composure and told her that she would not be seeing my baby and to stop calling the baby hers. And my husband told his mom that she's delusional if she thinks we're going to allow this. She started crying and said we are just withholding her baby from her. We've been getting texts from his family since the shower, calling us selfish and ungrateful and saying we ruined her joy of being a grandma. Are we the Askinauts? No, you are not. Vanessa, yeah, Moira Moira had to make an appearance in that one, right? She just had to. No choice. And Moira Moira shows up whenever she wants to. Um, you know, she picks and chooses what roles she's going to play. And in this case, she felt like it was a good fit. Um, the last line here is something that we point out often. We've been getting texts from his family since the shower, calling us selfish and ungrateful and saying we ruined her joy of being a grandma. You got messages from the people that have enough prox or close enough proximity to her to feel the immediate pain of her not getting her way. She created pain in their lives. They took action by messaging you to try to make that pain go away. That was a selfish action that has no bearing on, on if you are or are not the Askinauts in this scenario in any way, shape or form. They're doing that to try to to try to remove their own pain. So recognize that, right? Just just recognize it and set it aside. Then look at the whole scenario here. The amount of deceit that she pulled off throughout this whole thing tells you everything you need to know. The fact that she lied to you, the fact that she changed all of these things to benefit her and not her own son and his wife to be able to care for this child. This was all about her from the very freaking beginning. And maybe her friend group is like this. And maybe everything that they do is to benefit each other and not actually benefit the person that it needs to benefit. And in that case, this is a reality that's going to be tough to fight against. This is also somebody that you don't have to play ball with and can say, look, if that's the game you guys play, that's that's fine. You have fun doing that. We won't be a part of it. And you did that. You said she will not be seeing your baby. So she doesn't screw the pooch on that one. Pain creates change. I doubt that she is going to change who she is right now, but maybe she will stop including you or trying to dupe you into being a part of all of this. Maybe she'll stop trying to use you and the baby to be a part of these games that she and her friends play. And maybe it's just her. Maybe all of her friends aren't like this, but right now we have to assume that they've got this weird circle of, of using each other's family's life events to just live vicariously through them and try to try to get the spotlight. It's NTA. Hey, there's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is actually from the Bridezilla's subreddit, which we don't dive into often. And this one is titled, My Mom Changed the Wedding Cake Behind My Back and Doesn't Know That I Know. What Should I Do? Originally posted 9-26-2023. And you know what that statement means? We have an update for this one, too. 
My fiance and I got married this fall and the cake has been a huge point of contention with my mom. Long saga, but the gist is that we wanted a dessert bar or cheesecake instead of a traditional cake. My mom initially insisted on having at least a small cake for just us to cut. We compromised and got quotes. Right before we put a deposit down, she decided that having just a cake for us and not for guests is tacky, so we needed to get a sheet cake to serve as well. We were annoyed because she was the one to suggest it, so we cut our losses and opted to do a tiered cheesecake and mini cheesecakes as we originally wanted. My mom would not let this go for the past six months. She then decided to focus on pushing for a groom's cake. My fiance did not want one. When I told her this, she said it's really only a groom's cake in name and not about what he wants. I don't, I I mean, I didn't have a groom's cake, so I I don't know. But, but her trying to use that gets the red flags. I told her a firm no multiple times because she wouldn't give up. That brings us to this week. I got a text yesterday saying that she was at the bakery and paid for the order. I got suspicious because I never included her in those communications. I called the bakery today and was told by a very apologetic employee that my mom had added a multi-tiered groom's cake with different fillings, flowers, the whole kit and caboodle. Flowers on the groom's cake. Not really disguising that very well, are you, mom? We still have cheesecake, but I feel like it'll look silly next to what is essentially a wedding cake. My question now is, what do I do? She doesn't know that I know. I'm furious and hurt. Obviously, it's just a cake, but it's not really about that now. She went behind my back and crossed multiple boundaries after I told her no. Am I being a bridezilla for not letting her have her traditional wedding cake? Uh, No, it's your wedding. It's your wedding, and it's never just a cake. It's never just a cake. It is always some kind of symbolism for something larger. And here, that is exactly what it is. This is control. And I don't, I still don't understand what about weddings brings out the absolute worst of the worst of a lot of moms. And they have to just, they have to have control. They just have to do it. They have to do it. Now, if, if the financial part of this, if they have a large percentage of the investment for your wedding, I feel like they they deserve input, right? Input, not control. Input, they get a vote. You get the final vote. You have veto power over everything. It is your wedding, right? And she certainly doesn't get to use deceit to change things without telling you on purpose. And like other stories that we've read, even tonight, like other stories that we read, whenever someone does something shifty like this and intentionally hides it, they know it's wrong. It's easy to identify whenever somebody's trying to hide something. They know it's wrong. Password protect the order. I would think I would think there would be some safeguards already installed there. But the mother of the bride, I don't know. Uh, yeah, passwords with vendors to author is a is a big thing. Yeah, the bakers must have been <laughs> must have been really confused. Turned it into a smash cake, Amber. There you go. Michelle, I would have canceled it and give the money back to mom. Did mom pay for it while she was there? Is that what she said? She was at the bakery and paid for the order. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Let's dive into the update here. Update December 30th, 2023. 
Hello again. A big thank you to everyone who gave advice on my original post. I'm now married and had the best, most relaxing honeymoon with my now husband without any pesky family bothering us. By the time I posted, it was too late to cancel the wedding due to the deposits and contracts, so it continued as planned. And to clarify, yes, my parents did pay for the wedding, although my husband and I made it clear several times that we did not expect or need them to pay for everything. No, I don't think them paying excuses my mom's actions. Agreed. My parents reiterated that it was our wedding and we should do what we wanted. (laughs) I mean, yes. Uh, It's your wedding, honey. You do what you want. Hello, yes, is this the bakery? I'd like to change my daughter's order. Ma. Clearly, the cake was the exception to this, though she had previously said to get cheesecake if that's what we wanted. My husband and I got a laugh out of everyone's suggestions for how to handle the cake. Initially, I wanted to go the petty route and surprise my mom by calling the bakery to change the cake designed to something she would find tacky that would reflect my husband's hobbies. You know, like a groom's cake should do. That would have been good. After taking a few days to weigh my options, I knew my desire for petty satisfaction would nuke my relationship with my mom, which had truthfully never had this dynamic up until the wedding planning. I knew that she absolutely was the one in the wrong and acting like a child. And while I'm the actual child in the relationship, I wanted to be mature and handle this like an adult, if only for my own moral high ground. I communicated with my parents and listed all the reasons why this situation and others throughout the wedding planning process was hurtful and completely out of line. Shock of the century to everyone on Reddit. I'm sure it didn't go well. That is shocking. There was a series of texts I received from my mom that demonstrated she couldn't take accountability or comprehend that I was mad and she (laughs) ruined my wedding by ordering a cake. But rather, she went behind my back knowing it would surprise and upset me on my wedding day. I attempted multiple times to redirect to the actual issue with little success. We ended the conversation with her apologizing for a cake making my husband and me so upset. This obviously wasn't a genuine apology or the main issue, even if she thought it was. She also agreed to move the groom's cake to a meal that we had the day before the wedding, which I was fine with. Time out, there's a little bit more here, but I have to address this because... We've seen it recently in some real-life scenarios, too. I'm sorry you misunderstood is not an apology. That is a fake-ass, cowardly bullshit move. I'm sorry you misunderstood. I'm sorry a cake offended you. I'm sorry you got hurt by this. I'm sorry you think. I'm sorry you did. Those are not apologies for one's own actions. It is a shitty, cowardly way to avoid taking responsibility. At least OP recognizes that. But we see it so often. If you're getting an apology from someone, make sure you pay attention to what they say and how they're saying it. At this point, we are a week out from the wedding, and the thought of continuing to press the issue was too much for me to handle with everything else on my plate. I dropped the rope leading up to the wedding so I could refocus on enjoying my wedding as best I could. I interacted with my mom as little as possible the day of, and our wedding party and coordinator did a fantastic job being a buffer. While I've had some contact with her since, it has dramatically declined so I can get some much-needed space. Obviously, we'll need to have some tough conversations, but I'm choosing to spend my time with my new husband and getting back to therapy first. Weddings, man. They really bring out the crazy in people. Oh, and the cheesecakes were a huge hit, by the way. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Uh, (laughs) What the hell? I don't. So OP handled this incredibly well. I can't say that that most people 
would be able to to have the kind of control over herself through the process that she did here. She did stand up for herself. OP stood up for herself, drew some clear boundaries, explained why this was not okay, got the fake apology, and in the end decided, you know what? Um, I've created my boundaries. I've said my piece. Now I'm going to enjoy my day. And I'm going to make the changes needed in my life to make sure that I don't allow this person to do this kind of damage to me again. Bravo for having the emotional intelligence to be able to do that kind of thing. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is from the AITA subreddit and is titled, Am I the astronaut for telling my sons that we would have only one child if my daughter were the firstborn? Well, that's a shit thing to say. Right off the rip, I hope there's more context to it. I, 39 female, have three kids with my husband, 46. Our two boys, 13 and 12, and our girl, 10. Before we became parents, my husband and I were one and done, meaning we only wanted one child, and we wanted a girl. And if our first child would have been a girl, she would have very likely been an only child. However, I am beyond thankful that we had to try three times. I love my boys and wouldn't trade them in for anything in the world, but the truth is that we only tried three times because the first and second one weren't girls. Yesterday, my boys were picking on their little sister. Normally, they adore her, but yesterday, they would not stop making fun of her. They said something like, we should put her up for adoption because she is the last one. They were obviously joking, but it upset their sister to the point where she had tears in her eyes. I told them to knock it off again and again, but they continued. In the end, I said that they should be thankful that their sister is the youngest one because I only wanted a girl, and they would not be here if I had my daughter first. They looked at me in horror. My oldest one asked me if this is really true, and I said yes. I know it was harsh and hurtful, but they were bullies. My younger son started to sob, and the older called me a bitch. They ran to the other room. When I told my husband what happened, he called me an absolute asshole and nut job for telling our sons the truth. When I begged him to help me to comfort them, he told me to F off, and now he and the boys are not talking to me, and the boys are ignoring their sister. Am I the astronaut? Edit, they have now started to push their sister around. I'm considering leaving with her for a few days so everybody can calm down. I will start looking for therapy. Um, um, uh, this is, this is, this is complicated, but not really. It's complicated because it's the truth, right? And yes, you, your children should know the truth, but at these ages, which the boys are 13 and 12 and the girl is 10, they are not, I don't think they're at a place where they can maturely process that. This is the kind of thing that as adults, as you're talking about childhood and looking back on life and they're having kids of their own, then it's the time for that conversation and be like, hey, yeah, well, you know, um, it's good that it happened this way because that's not the kind of thing that a kid can process, I don't think. And if it is the kind of thing that you think that they can process, I don't think this situation was the time to bring it up. I don't think this because you used it as a weapon. That's what I'm trying to say. You used it as a weapon to defend your youngest child, which happens to be your daughter, which was the subject of this uh, of this statement. And you used it as a defense weapon, but it did harm. And that kind of was the point, right? You used it as a weapon in this conversation and it did harm. So come what may it. <laughs> It did what you wanted it to do, just maybe too well. Um, and they they aren't at a place where they can process that yet. And if you were going to talk about this, this is the kind of thing that you talk to your spouse about and you have a plan for. And, I, and again, I 
I firmly believe that that your kids should know the truth, but when they're ready to be able to process it and not take it the way that happened here, even though that was the the truth, like it's just they're not in a place to not take that personally. And now you have divided your family definitely should not have done this. So right now, and there are comments, uh, there's some comments to read here through, too. I think you definitely shouldn't have said that. It is the truth. It was it was definitely at the wrong time. But the fact that she jumped in and said it and used that statement as a weapon makes it a potential one kind of thing. Right now, I'm going to give her two. She's going to ask on two right now uh, because why is Ethcon two not working? Come on, pal. We can do this. There we go. Right now, I'm sending her to two because she definitely should not have done this. The the wrapper that she put it in was was malicious. Because she was trying to defend someone, but do harm to defend them. So it, it could very easily be a one. I'm being way too easy on this mom. Candy Thunder says, uh, well, let's read the comment and then we'll talk about it some more. Top comment. OMG. So your boys who are children decided to play the oldest sibling tease in the book by saying some variation of you were adopted and we should give you up for adoption. You told them to stop. They, like every child who's ever existed before them, chose to ignore their parent. So instead of separating them and explaining what they did that was so hurtful and why it was wrong and then doling out appropriate punishments, you decided to what? Scar them for life and fracture your relationship with them, maybe irrevocably, and added resentment to their previously fairly good relationship with her sister, putting a burden on her that isn't her fault at all. Yeah, good point. My bet is that this is not the first time you have done something wildly inappropriate as a parent. You need some real therapy, like deep therapy, individually and with your children, and your children need it individually at this point as well. My bet is that you need couples therapy with your husband, too, after this, for sure. I'd personally have a hard time ever trusting my kids with my spouse again if they did something like this. Don't be surprised if this permanently fractures your relationship with your spouse as well. You're the asshole big time. I don't believe that mother in her bones was meaning to be malicious, but it was careless, it was reckless, and it was malicious. We can bump her up to ask on one for this. She, yeah, so her, she said that she was trying to stop her sons by from being bullies, she, so she decided to be a bully uh, <laughs> to try to show them that being a bully was wrong. Uh, and, and yes, we're escalating this upward here. One of the tipping points for me was the damage she has now done to her 10 year old daughter by putting this burden on her and further fracturing the relationship between the older brothers and her, which, which as the commenter says here, probably they teased her, but it probably wasn't that big of a deal. There wasn't any serious issue there at all. Kids tease each other. It happens. Now there is an actual chasm in between here. Your, your uh, preteen boys just cursed at you. One called you a bitch. Uh, and then when you told your husband what you did, he, of course, flew off the handle, too. So so obviously you've created some real fractures in your family that are going to take a long time to mend here. Obviously, you need to be thinking before throwing these kinds of things out and you've created real damage to your family here. This could very easily turn into you being a divorced, you being you being divorced, your 10 year old daughter and your preteen sons refusing to be around each other your husband never forgiving you here which is why you're divorced and it could complicate the rest of your life here because it was careless because it was ignorant this was negligence right this was just negligence jumping in doing something stupid and causing a huge amount of damage to someone (sighs) using bullying to try to teach your kids that bullying is not right doesn't make sense ah i so i do think that that 
I don't think this is something you have to tell them, even as adults. Yeah, I'll backtrack on that a little bit. I think it's I think it's okay to explain to them when they're adults and they can actually process it and they aren't going to be offended by it and they can understand it as they're going through having kids too. I think it's it's at least a better chance of being received them and then understanding, not creating this chasm that has been founded right now. This is the amount of dumb damage that was done with one sentence here is wild. Wild. And I'm sure she wishes she could claw back in, but dear God. This one is from the best of Redditor updates and has a few updates with it. So let's dive in. Title of this is I think my husband is sleeping with the babysitter. We can go ahead and red flag that immediately. I think my husband is sleeping with the babysitter. I'm still trying to process this in my mind while typing this out. Husband and I have been together for six years, married for four. We have two children, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Both of us work full-time. I'm a realtor and my husband owns his own business. We've had a number of different nannies in the past. Sometimes our parents end up watching the kids. About eight months ago, my husband told me that one of his friend's daughters, we'll call her Ella, 20 female, was looking for a part-time job during college. We live in a small college town, so her commute wouldn't be far. We tried her out one night, and it went smoothly. She's always been so nice to me, and the kids love her. My suspicions started last month when I came home early to find my husband had been home. Ella was also at the house babysitting. I asked my husband why he didn't send her home if he was home. His response was, She's just trying to make a little money and that the kids were having fun. Then two weeks ago, I drove by my husband's office on the way to a meeting and her car was parked there. I asked my husband later about what Ella was doing at the office. He said that she probably stopped by to see her dad. Now, when I come home, Ella is always dressed up more with makeup done and heels on. Two days ago, I found strands of blonde hair in the backseat of my husband's truck. I have blonde hair, but this was closer to Ella's shade. Also, I don't think my husband would do anything in the back seat since he's 6'6", 240 pounds. Last night, I found the opportunity to check my husband's phone while he was with the kids. I didn't find any romantic texts between them, but I could definitely tell that the text messages had been deleted. If you read the conversations, it didn't make sense because it was obviously missing the middle part. I talked to my friend this morning and she pointed out that my husband has a type blonde women. Ella falls perfectly into that category. Should I confront him right now, or should I wait to find something more concrete? Before we dive in to updates, let's talk about this for a second here. Your gut is telling you something, right? So the logical next step is to confirm. Is is to confirm. Um, you you brought up some questions, and, and there were... He had responses ready. He brushed it off. So if you confront him at this part, at this point, just assume that he's going to have some kind of excuses to brush, brush off whatever you're bringing up at that point as well. You need some evidence. You need to you need to confirm your gut feeling here before moving forward. It definitely it doesn't sound like it's it's just you being crazy or or, or just seeing things that aren't there it, because you're finding things like there's odd behavior when there's odd behavior involved and he's just brushing it off. You know, I don't know. I don't know. He's very nonchalant about all of it right now. Just literally just brushing it off. 
Where's Jessica Jones when we need her? All right, we're going to do it. Update number one. Here we go. Nanny is currently at the house right now. Tracked husband using Find My iPhone, and he's also headed home 30-minute drive. They both think I'll be working until 7 p.m. today. I'm going to walk into the house 15 minutes after my husband gets home unannounced. Not sure what the plan is if I catch them. I unfortunately don't have access to his phone log since his phone plan is through his business. We have cameras on the outside of the house. We have a baby monitor near the kid's bed. I'm not ready to fire her unless I get solid evidence of my husband cheating. I need to know if my husband is having any sort of romantic relationship with her first. That's the update. So, yeah. um, Confirming. Confirming the guts. Is is a big deal. I, I think that you should have a plan, though. Like if you walk in and uh, and think that there's a chance of finding them doing something that they shouldn't be doing, which would suck, uh, because if this is pre 7 p.m., the kids are there. And if they're doing something with the kids there, like who's watching the kids? You know, there are a lot of complications here. I think you should definitely have a plan for what you at least plan to do if you do catch them doing something, because if you walk in there with no plan, like. Just the blind rage is going to take over and things could escalate much further than you would like for them to call her dad. Yeah. You know, a lot of this, the creepy vibes starting off whenever he said his friend's daughter was doing this thing and then she gets these vibes, this gut feeling into it. It's like, man, yeah, his friend is definitely going to have to know. Here we go. Update two. I wasn't able to get the concrete evidence I was looking for, but some more circumstantial evidence. Update two. I wasn't able to get the concrete evidence I was looking for, but some more circumstantial evidence. Tracked husband through Find My iPhone. He stopped on his way home at a grocery store for 10 minutes. I decided to park and wait on a side street. That way I could see when my husband would get home. Husband got home at 5.30 p.m. Ella was scheduled to work until 6 p.m. We have a long gravel driveway that leads to our house. I decided to park near the barn so I wouldn't be heard pulling up to the house. Walked in the front door and found Ella feeding my four-year-old. She was also preparing dinner in the kitchen. Today, she had on a tight top, skirt, and platform heels. I asked if she knew where my husband was, and she replied, he was upstairs taking a shower. She then immediately went over to the living room to pick up her phone and send a text message to someone. Also in the living room were a bouquet of fresh flowers. Could be for her, right? I asked her about the flowers, and she said a guy she's been seeing gave them to her today. Okay, that's where all this goes off the rails, because he stopped at the grocery store for 10 minutes, right? What did he buy? Flowers? She said she didn't want to leave them in the car, so she brought them inside. I asked her about the guy that she was seeing. She said he was from school and wasn't sure if it was going anywhere. I went upstairs to see if my husband left his phone in the bedroom. He left his phone on the dresser. Sure enough, the newest text message was from Ella that read, Your wife is home. I tried looking up the deleted messages on his phone, but they had been permanently deleted. I decided to wait in our bedroom for my husband to come out of the shower. He comes out and is surprised to see me in the bedroom told him my 6.30 showing got canceled. I tried to initiate sex to see how he would react. He said that he didn't feel comfortable doing it while Ella was in the house. At this point, Ella was upstairs in my younger son's room, which shares a wall with our room. Ella leaves the house at 6 p.m. with the flowers. After dinner, my husband mentioned to me about buying Ella a new car. What? 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 After dinner, my husband mentioned to me about buying Ella a new car for Christmas, and his reasoning was that her car was old and not safe for our kids to ride in. I told him that I would think about it. 
I'm thinking about firing her on Monday without telling my husband and see how they both react. Time out. Why at that point wouldn't you be like, why would we buy her a car? Why wouldn't we just have an additional car and let her drive it? Also, the fact that, you know, just just randomly purchasing another vehicle was 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 like part of discussion. It gives you some kind of context to resources available here. But but even with the resources to just be like, yeah, I think we need to buy her a car. Um, I, I would think that. It would be a, we have a designated babysitter vehicle. It doesn't matter who the babysitter is. This is the safe vehicle that our kids ride in, not a gift to the babysitter. I'm still trying to process everything going on. Still hoping all of this is just me overthinking. I really love my husband and I can't stand the thought of our beautiful family splitting up. Thanks for all the advice. Comments here. Uh, he may not be sleeping with her yet, but it sounds like she's coming on to him. I would tell him that you've grown uncomfortable with her babysitting and you'd like to look for someone else. Be honest with him. He will probably get mad whether he's cheating or not. If he's not, he will be mad that you don't trust him. But hopefully he will agree to a babysitter change. Original OP says, I think that her coming on to him is a really good possibility. I've brought up trying a different nanny, but he always says that the kids love Ella more than us. Relevant comments. Whether he's sleeping with her or not, you're at the point of checking his phone and comparing shades of blonde. To me, that means you either didn't trust him before or are not trusting of him anymore. In any case, your marriage is in trouble, and it's tricky because even if you confront him, he may just end up lying and or gaslighting you since you don't seem to trust him. The problem is going to stay whether he's telling the truth or not. Good point. My question to you is, why aren't you trusting your husband? Because what you're describing would not have led me to go and check the phone. Those were two innocent situations you blew into considering him cheating. Original OP responded, he cheated on me once before college. We had been dating for three months and he promised it would never happen again. This is the first time since then I've ever suspected anything. Comment, the car purchase suggestion to me was the fishiest thing of all. I agree with that. Original OP's response, Ella's family is not a family of means, but she but she now has a new iPhone, new clothes, jewelry, and shoes. Ah, shit. I didn't put both together until my husband suggested buying her a brand new car. We share a bank account for bills, but we also have separate accounts. Also, I just remembered last week my husband came home with a new jacket. He told me that he liked it, so he bought it. My husband never buys clothes for himself, so he was out shopping. How else would he just randomly see it and like it? Another comment, there's no reason to be coming in heels and all dressed up to babysit two toddlers if there wasn't something else going on. Original OP, I 100% agree with this. I do too, because the first thing that I do when I get home and I'm going to play with Navy Thunder is put comfies on, like sweatpants and tennis shoes kind of stuff. You don't, yeah, no. When she first started, she would come in baggy clothing. Now she comes in dresses or skirts. My husband likes my nails white. Ella has white nails now too. Why does he got a thing with white nails? I guess maybe it's a kink. Update three days later. Here we go. This is the finale, folks. Are we ready for this? I don't know what it says, but we're going to find out. Update three days later. I would like to thank everyone for their support and ideas on how to deal with this situation. Yesterday morning, I met up with Ella and told her that we wouldn't be needing her services anymore due to my little sister being available to watch the kids, which is true. She quietly said that she understood and said to let her know if I would change my mind. Husband called me five minutes later, sounding very upset about Ella being fired. I think Ella told him, but he claimed her dad told him that we fired her. I told him that was my financial decision and there was no changing it. He came home 20 minutes later and asked me why I didn't talk to him first about firing her. I told him about everything I've noticed between them from the text to all the clothing attire she wears. He denied everything. 
shocking, and said it was all in my head. Oh, see, now that, I feel like, was a brozo move on his part. That is the, I'm gaslighting you sign. It's all in your head. (laughs) I told him if you want this marriage not to end in a divorce, he had to cut all contact with Ella. After one hour of arguing, he finally agreed to not contact her anymore. I honestly don't have the mental energy to deal with a divorce, split my kids, and date again. I don't want to be the single woman who is always busy and unhappy. I told him to never bring her up again. I don't know 100% if they had an affair, but I think it's better for my health to not find out. I think I'm going to quit my job, raise my kids, and work on my marriage. I'm not sure this was all because I've been working a lot of hours and have been distant from my husband. Thanks again for all the support. One more thing. Men, stop messaging me pictures of your private parts on Reddit. Wow. Oh, hey, sounds like you're having relationship problems. This make you feel better? Click. My God. Relevant comments here. Comment. You're going to need to demand open device and tracking. No deleting of messages. No separate accounts. Full transparency. He's just going to go underground. That was my thought, too. He's like... I understand why she's doing what she's doing here and and basically sweeping it under the rug because the inconvenience it was caused her life is not worth it to her. She's allowed to make that decision for herself. I don't agree with it. I think the self-respect boundary that would be created here is a uh, right now. I no longer trust you and you're going to be under full overwatch until that trust is regained and it is on you to rebuild that trust if this relationship continues. And that's a big if, and it's all contingent upon the amount of work that you do to rebuild this thing. Because right now, it is headed toward disaster. It is headed toward divorce. If that is not what you want, better get your ass to work. And instead, she said, we're not going to talk about it anymore. I I don't think you can really expect things to change except for them to get sneakier. Original OP completely forgot to add that I told his mom. Oh, shit. Please tell us. You got to tell us more about what his mom said, what she did. Come on. Commenter, I'm sorry that you feel you have to stay with him because he is definitely cheating. For your own stability, keep your job at least half time so that you will have money if you want to leave. I don't believe for a second that he will stay away from her, so you need to build an escape fund and plan. Original OP, thankfully, my grandparents left me a very hefty trust. Husband knows I've never been dependent on him financially. That is definitely helpful. And also... The inconvenience that you perceive will happen if you leave him, OP, kind of goes away, doesn't it? Comment, I would honestly let Ella's dad know. As a parent myself, I'd be horrified if my friend was screwing around with my daughter. Yeah, your husband is the issue. If there are issues within the marriage, he should have communicated that to you. I'm sorry you're going through this. Please don't blame yourself as we tend to do that. Original OP, I don't blame Ella for any of this. My husband, she'd be mature enough to not indulge in this. I'm not going to tell her dad anything. I'm sure he'll naturally find out. Tell him! Tell him! Because the ass whooping that would be handed down to your husband would create the pain that would create the change that would teach the lesson that needs to be learned here. And I, mm, he's got to know. He's got to, the, the friend has to know here. Better yet, you don't tell him. You force your husband to tell him. You force your husband to man up here and to go march over to his friend and confess. What shit that he's still denying. But 
confess the situation that you're in and explain to him why she's not working for you anymore and let him handle the conversation with his daughter and get the real facts out. But you watch this conversation happen. He has to know. He has to know. Or there's another option. You don't tell him outright, but you secretly communicate with hubby's friend, Ella's dad, tell him what you think is going on and ask him to just watch here too. I understand as a dad, like he's not going to be like, yeah, I'll just be quiet and wait and watch for something to happen. No, he's going to go Donkey Kong on this dude. But it would provide you with further evidence. But it doesn't even sound like what she she does. This is the problem. She's not telling him because she doesn't want to deal with it anymore. She's at the point where she's swept in under, under the rug and she's just put the blinders on. And she's not dealing with it anymore. If she was committed to driving this into the ground and really making making him pay for and change what he's done and his behavior then she probably would chase that down, but she doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And that's the part that I don't get because she is the financial means to remove any kind of uh, inconvenience other than having a blended family or a split family that would be created here. Oh my God. I, 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 if I were the friend in this situation and I knew that you knew down the road and didn't tell me you're on the list too. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.